chewed out. IRA. It's protection from infection. Free fire. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Less Than Average. I'm one of your hosts, Riley. I'm the other host, David. And this is episode 16, Free Fire. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. We always appreciate the support and the following and, you know, all the general, like I said, support. Yeah, it's nice. Um, had my wife's surprise party. We got to talk to uh, Rory. Uh, shout out to Rory again. Yeah, another shout out. He says uh, he's been listening to it. He says it's great. So uh, we super appreciate all you people out there listening. It was kind of fun. I'm sure he knew that I was going to be there, but I'm still, I'm like talking and I didn't like, we didn't get like a real introduction because it was a surprise. So we all had to make sure we were all like ready. And then at one point he comes up, I think you're outside smoking. He comes up, he's like, oh, are you the other voice on the podcast? And I was like, hey, yeah, that's just, me. Yeah, I just got recognized in person. That's right. It was kind of fun. Um, so yeah, feel free to follow us on Less Than Average or at, on Instagram at Less Than Average Podcast. Big news as well. We'll just kind of kick the news off a little bit. We are back on our Twitter. Woo! Daniel, if you're listening. And Kent. We know <laughs> Kent was following us as well. Um, we're back on our Twitter. We figured it out. I believe it's uh, at LTA7878. Yeah. Um, if you're not Daniel or Kent, you can also follow us. We'd love to know and get a third follower. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this episode is about Free Fire. It's a nice movie that David picked, and um, we'll get into that. But let's start it off with some actual news. Uh, as we normally do, uh, sad news first. Ray Stevenson uh, passed away Sunday. Today. Today is Sunday. No, today's Monday. Today's Monday. Today's Monday. Sunday. Sadly, he passed away. Um, it's a bummer, man. And like, sorry, I interrupted. But yeah, and he was just, I'm assuming, finished filming Ahsoka. I hope. Um, you have to imagine because it was like like all the footage is released and everything. Yeah, you kind of. Yeah. Uh, he's always just played like the good tough guy. Well, he was in King Arthur and like one of the best characters. Like my favorite scene is that scene where he sacrifices himself. Oh, like I said in that episode, always stood out with like, to me in that movie was just that part was really good. Hey, he's also in that RRR that India. Yeah, I India saw film? that. I, like, sorry, I haven't seen the movie, but I saw that he was in it and that it did really well. Apparently, it's just fucking great. Yeah, from what um, I've seen, he's in the Thor movies as Volstagg, and he's good in those. And he's also in uh, Punisher Warzone, and he played a good Punisher. Yeah, like, I can that, see it. The movie's like campy and weird, but like he does a good job in it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like sad said, news. Like, yeah, sad, but like we say, it's like reach out or not reach out, but uh, look into these people's portfolio. And he's a good actor. And luckily, like you said, Ahsoka comes out. And again, I'm not sure if he's the like villain, but he kind of looks like he's a villain in it. Yeah, um, but he could be really good in it. So here's hoping. R.I.P. Ray Stevenson. Good man. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Hopefully, a little happier, just for a little bit at least. Um, the Calgary Comic Book Expo was a little bit ago, but I uh, haven't recorded since I went to it. and It was a lot of fun. I thought I would just kind of reflect a little bit. I saw Anti Circus there. Uh, he probably stood out as my favorite part just because, like, he was very much an actor and a director and a fan. Like, you could just, like, see it in his interview. Um, David Harbour was there. His interview was kind of meh. Um, I might have already said this to you, but you kind of see. I heard him say that when he does, like, cookie cutter interviews he's just sick of giving cookie cutter answers and i could see that's what i was watching it was mm. a cookie cutter interview 
with David Harbour. Um, Sam Raimi was really cool. He was just such a director. People would ask him about Spider-Man. He was just like, like I don't know, just totally talking about the director side of it and how he approached everything as a director. But it was a lot of fun hearing him talk about those three Spider-Man movies about like he got to work with Stanley, like Stanley got to like advise yeah. him on stuff. And like, he's like, I just wanted to make Stanley happy because he is the creator. And then at that point, you know, yeah, it was that, that was really cool. Uh, a lot of other cool people were there. A lot of good voice actors had like a nice little like run in with Stephen Amell. He was like going away from his suite or his like little booth. And I like kind of walked. I was like, Oh, sorry. He's like, that's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <It's Aero. clears throat> but yeah, it was cool. Um, I don't know. I liked it. I was like going to those things and the celebrity part of it is fun for me. Yes, I like buying comic books when I'm there, but like, yeah, celebrities. Yeah, for me, going to the panels was always like, the highlight. And it's like you get like stories you wouldn't get otherwise, and yeah. you get to like see these people kind of not as an actor or like not acting. Yeah, it's like as real who, like, who as people. Are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. James McAvoy was there. He was really cool too, and he was just talking about how much he loved Days of Future's Past. He's just like, I'm so proud of that movie and everything we were able to do. And then he really likes First Class as well because that was his first one, and that's where him and. Uh, Fastbender met, yeah, and they also feel like they were just both really good at their characters in it. Though, that one, so. yeah, I would agree. Yeah, like when I think of like those, I mean, mo- Patrick, those movies, like you have Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, like who are, are like the two equivalent young actors who could match that, and like those two are perfect, and they're all in Days of Future Past, too, yeah, right? which, which is why that movie yeah, is just so fucking agreed, good. Agreed. Um, news that I got, um, the new Hercule Poirot film. Uh, trailer wow. drop. Yeah, I've been working I don't on my. I even know if you nailed that. Uh, maybe it sounded Frenchy. Um, <laughs> the new film, uh, starring obviously the famous director, not director, detective, Hercule Poirot. That one might not be as good. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just have no <laughs> idea. So. Um, he's most famous from. Uh, he's in tons of Agatha Christie books. Um, uh, people, Murder on the Orange Mur- Express. Uh, Death on the Nile. And the new one, which is called? Uh, a Haunting in Venice. So, oh, that's why you kept saying that. Those yeah. words. So this will be the first time this book has ever been adapted onto film. So it's pretty cool. The trailer's good. There's like a horror element to it. Um, I don't know. I, I really like Kenneth Branagh in both of those movies. I just like him as an actor. I like him as that character. So very much looking forward to that one. I believe he directs them as yep. well. Yep. All yeah, three? he does. Do you know uh, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to go out there and say yes. I could be wrong. But I know he definitely did the first two. And we had talked about this a little bit in the past, but like when someone writes and directs and acts and something, you know that's the, that's the art that they're trying to make, most likely, is what we're getting. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, and he's just... Sorry, not that he wrote this. My apologies. Like I understand it's a book, but when yeah. someone makes a film like this and they're such a big part of it, you kind of know what you're getting. Like That's their vision. He did direct nice. it. Yeah. Nice. So uh, I'm looking forward to that one. I I was I didn't know if they do because I didn't really know how well the second one did. Death on the Nile. I don't really run into a lot of people. I'm like, oh, do you watch like Death on the Nile? They're like, to be honest, I haven't seen either. Yeah. Oh, really? Should I should check them. They're, out? they're quite good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe wait for the third one and then watch the trilogy because you know that's more of a an event. Yeah, you're right. I could just buy them the two before the third one yeah, comes out and do that. I'd yeah. like to do that. It looks good. The trailer's good. Uh, Mission Impossible also dropped another trailer. I'm a hundred percent down with that. Like, I know there's, like, what, 10 Fast and the Furious movies out now? Don't worry. This 10th one is <laughs> the start, start yeah. of the last trilogy, apparently. Uh, they're just going to keep milking it. Okay, we're going to actually take a moment, because I saw this thing on the internet, and it was, like, 
it's been going around. I'm sure that our listeners have even seen it, but it's like, when did this tri- uh, franchise lose you? And like Marvel's on there, and different like Star Wars is on there and stuff. But then like Fast and Furious, and it's just all these moments of like things in the Fast and Furious that makes make fans like give up. Huh? And there's one where like Dom, uh, uh, what's his name? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel catches like a car. I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> the best one though, and I, this is why I bring it up. I was just shocked. I almost wanted to watch the movie because of this. The Rock has a cast on his arm, and he essentially just flexes the cast, and it just like, or he like flexes his arm, and it just like cracks the cast and just breaks the cast off. Yeah, it's manly. <laughs> I saw a uh, meme today too, and it was like. Um, imagine showing somebody who just watched Fast and the Furious like these the two pictures, one? and it's like a picture like the first one is from Fast and Furious is just a standard drag race, and then the second one is like a car in space. In space? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck happened to this franchise? Very funny. Um, but yeah, no uh, Mission Impossible. I think they get better with each one. I think Tom Cruise is pushing himself as a stunt man. Yeah, and he obviously goes to that point of trying something new each yeah. one. I feel right. Yeah, they each one feels fresh too, and like different directors will bring their different style to each of it so each of them feels very unique so maybe that's why that franchise hasn't really suffered from fatigue as much as maybe other ones have is that they all kind of feel slightly different but that one's coming up soon same with oppenheimer so it's gonna be a good summer I think. yeah i saw a trailer for oppenheimer um looks crazy yeah looks very nolan-esque yeah longest movie too his longest yeah oh well makes sense yeah yeah it'll be good it'll be nice to see Killian also as a lead well, for and a he, film. Yeah, he is like he can carry a movie and I've seen him act so well that I'm definitely in. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, like Well, he's definitely one of my favorite actors right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. Peaky Blinders? You watching that? Yeah, yeah, I watched a, a couple of seasons Some of, it. of it. Never seen it. But I've, I've just heard, and I'm sure I would love it. Like, of the shows I like. Yeah. Stuff, I'm sure it's I like would just a, love a it. Yeah. Crime show with Killian Murphy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Tom Hardy shows up. So you're like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Um, I saw a trailer. I didn't actually watch the trailer, but I saw it, and I just got so hyped. It's a Knights of the Zodiac. It's an old, like, I guess that 80s cartoon. It might not actually be an 80s. I, I can look up to it quickly, but it's, like, an old, shitty, like, Japanese cartoon, like, anime cartoon, and they're all, like, different knights, and they have superpowers, and they, like, Sailor Moon-esque, where they all get, like, different powers by the different Zodiacs. I believe he's the Pegasus Knight. I think the idea is he's, like, the 13th or something. Are you looking it up? Yeah, it yeah. sounds definitely like when you said it, I'm like, that sounds familiar. Yeah, like, again, it's a old cartoon. Oh, Fomke Jansen's in it. I like her. Mm-hmm. Sean Bean. Nick Stahl. Mark uh, DeCascos, I believe his name is. He's good, too. He's like... Uh, DeCascos. Anyways. Yeah, so I'm excited to see that. But, like, uh, someone... Oh, uh, Usman. Shout out to Usman, if you're listening. He watched, uh, what's 65? Remember how I was talking about um, how I was like, oh, I, was just, I had fun. I was yeah. just watching it. He was like, that was just very generic. He didn't like it. I was like, yeah, but that's my thing. Is my bar also was set really low. Yeah. Like, if I'm a, my bar set low, then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I wanted. Yeah. Kind of like Dungeons and Dragons. That's kind of why yeah. I wasn't disappointed. Yeah. It was so, fine. Nice of the Zodiac. I don't, I'm not expecting a Oscar worthy movie here, but it, I might check it out. Yeah. Just looking at the poster, I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd probably watch that. Let me see this poster. Oh, I yeah. I think it could be fun. And Sean Bean. So. Also looks like it might be bad. It this, poster, <laughs> this poster looks like it could be terrible. Yeah, it looks similar to the Dragon Ball Z-ish evolution. And that's like, it. the, the cartoon wasn't nearly as good. So here's hoping. <laughs> here's hoping they did yeah. something great. Yeah. Uh, next on my news, um, this is something that, I don't know when this was released, but I saw um, an interview with Richard Dreyfus talking about it. Um, and it's like the new standards that 
the Oscars have for a film to be nominated. And just and now, to, this is is this nominated in anything or just best picture? Best picture. <laughs> so, for the best picture, you have to meet two out of four of the following standards to be deemed eligible. And I'm not going to read all of these because there's a lot to it. But essentially, you have to have a certain percentage either of your crew cast be of a certain heritage and that's hispanic asian black and african-american indigenous middle eastern and also that the content of your storyline has to focus on um, a minority women racial or ethnic groups lgbtq plus people with cognitive or physical disabilities yeah so i just wanted to get your thoughts on what you think that means going forward for films. Yeah, and like Richard Dreyfus, his whole thing is that he said he was disgusted or something like that. Yeah. Like it makes him sick, I believe, yeah. or something he said. Something and along like, those lines. My little, you know, so the way I see it is if like art, it sounds super pretentious when I say it like this, but like if you focus on the art of something, which is like the vision, like I kind of said about um, whatever we were just talking about, um, like, oh, Kenneth Branagh, like, we know what his vision is. He knows what he wants it to be. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that needs to be what's most important. I would, yeah. And, like, you know, when you look at the crew, like, especially, like, literally, I have been on a film set. And, like, the job I did could be done by any able-bodied person, I will say, regardless of their situation or background. So the crew part of it, I think I understand. I mean, I don't think – I also work in Edmonton – or, sorry, uh, in Alberta – which I think where I have worked, it wasn't that much of an issue. I'm sure it actually is more than I realize. But like, when it comes to the actors or the content of the story, that's where I think things get a little tricky. Because again, like, again, it sounds pretentious, but I'm gonna say it. it's like if you're sacrificing your art, at that point, it's not your art. It's like it does it become someone else's. Like, yeah, and it's it almost feels like not earned if like. Like, because with these new standards, Banshees wouldn't have been nominated for Best Picture. Oh, interesting. So, like, and, like, to me... It's all just a bunch of white Irish people. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the content of it is about two white guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, to me, like, that was my favorite of the movies that were nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, and then you look at it, like, everything everywhere, it would have been fine. Yeah. Right. And to me, it feels like you'd be cheating good movies out of deserving the acclaim and then maybe elevating movies that are good but don't deserve that amount of acclaim to a higher standard, you know? Well, and the representation should be there for sure. Like, there, yeah, everyone needs representation, I think. Again, you- but if you're making a movie like Banshees that's set in that time in Ireland, historically oh, speaking, yeah, you can, yeah, that's fair. it's probably going to be a lot of well, white, historic white is people. Well, historic is one thing, too. Well, and that's maybe another point we're going to talk about here with uh, Cleopatra. Mm. Like, historical things get tricky as it is. Because yeah. it's also... Some pretty shitty things happen in history, and people don't like to talk about it as it is. Yeah, like even when it comes to slavery and shit, you know. But anyways, um, I just my little example that I quickly brought up when when we first started talking about it before we started recording. Um, I went to film school. You know, Kristen Wendland. If you're out there listening to my podcast, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I was forced to put this bitch in my fucking movie, <laughs> and it did. It changed the scene, and like, 
it's hard. I'm not going to sit here and explain what my little student film was about and why it changed it, but I had to put this female in my movie. Or, sorry, this woman. <laughs> Sounds weird when I say that. <laughs> I had to put this, this female. Uh, They're I supposed had, to be in the kitchen. Careful, careful. No, I had to. Uh, I had to change my script around and essentially change my character into a, like a, a woman, and it did change the dynamic of the scene. And I would honestly admit that. I didn't love how it turned out because you had a vision of what you wanted, for and the it scene. wasn't that. Yeah. Like, and the idea was that there was a man and a woman in the room. The man is being intimidating, but then at the end of the scene, it was the woman that actually was in control, and that was kind of the wa- the way I wrote it. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, it was two women, and then like but the other woman I cast was about the same size, so like I don't know, the, the physicalness didn't work either, or phys- yeah. whatever. I just I don't know. Now I'm getting on a rant on my student <laughs> film that I said I wouldn't do, but. I just feel like that's a small example of how it affected my little student film yeah. in my like career, quote unquote yeah. career. So and I again, I just want to be clear. I'm a joke about the women, just a joke. And I'm all for like again, like representation needs to be there, and yeah. we're aware of this. Yeah, and- I have like no problems, but I also don't think you should not give something worthy of an award, not an award, because it just so happened to pick a time in period or. Where there's just a lot of white people. And I just had this thought right now, but I don't know. Maybe this is not the point, but maybe it is the point. Like, do you get make a new award? I mean, does, who really cares about the Oscars anymore, to be perfectly honest? Yeah, you're right. It is kind of like... Here we are talking about it. It's like a third or fourth episode <laughs> in a row, though, that we've brought well, up the Oscars. Yeah. It is essentially just a big Hollywood circle jerk. To be and you're right, honest. but but you're right. It is. It is. It's about you're, you're paying money and, and, you know, we we should not get into this conversation. <laughs> But the I mean, Illuminati had the control <laughs> of the Oscars. Um, but I mean, you hear like award winning for best picture. You're probably more inclined well, to watch ca- an it. Academy Award nominated actor. Yeah, that was pretty fancy. Yeah, you know, even it, a nominated it still, actor, it still carries some weight. And like when there's been certain actors who haven't got it, you're like, ah, that guy deserved it, or that girl deserved even it. Even though for we're that like, role. fuck the Oscars. Yeah, he deserved it yeah. because we want them. To yeah, get this because thing. I do like, you know, as much as like, you know. Some people might think movies don't really have anything to offer to society. I would disagree. I love movies. It's like a whole thing that I love. Well, clearly you and I are here to talk about movies. Yeah. So when there's a chance for an, an artist, an actor, or an actress who I think deserve to be recognized and they get cheated on that, or they get the chance to, like, Brendan Fraser got it. Did Awesome. Deserved yeah, like, it. Does he not deserve it because I guess he was gay in that movie? Does that count? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. So are the, maybe they'll just make everything, like, and like And, like, honestly, like... I mean, we brought up three movies that I've seen this year that at least were nominated for Oscars. I don't really... I'd have to look at the others, but I did like all three of those movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they all deserved Oscars, to be yeah. honest. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the 2024 award season looks like, and yeah. we'll talk about it then. Yeah, you're right. Hopefully, yeah. we're still recording <laughs> and you're still listening. Um... The last thing that's kind of on my list uh, is that there's a writer strike going on right now. Um, doesn't really affect anything we're gonna watch or are, are watching, but anything in the future is delayed. I know Stranger Things is delayed. Uh, SNL even got delayed a little bit. It's such a shame. Such a 
high quality show at this point in time. SNL? Yeah. I still like it. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I, yeah. Still, I can't watch it, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, my thing with SNL is I have found there's always been stuff I didn't like. Mm. Even like, I mean, that's... We, we should Not, definitely... <laughs> yeah. Will Ferrell's a terrible example. But like, even some old stuff, like even some Lonely Island songs and skits mm. that I just, you know, like, there's always been stuff I don't like, even though like, but you look at old... SNL's always been hit or... Not hit or miss, but... Good and yeah, maybe not so there's good. There's some shit skits and there's some good ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, writer strike going on right now, and uh, I, I guess streaming services and stuff are are a big part of it mm-hmm. because I think it's the idea of the stuff they've been writing on writing now all of a sudden is on streaming and they don't get paid for that because someone else paid them, mm. and the people writing stuff are not getting paid enough. Yes, it seems like the streaming services are fucking up a lot of shit for hollywood but i was pretty against it actually have never had my own netflix account no suck it netflix even though i have <laughs> crave and disney plus yeah, that's and, different yeah <laughs> craves canadian Is i think it? yeah i think it's like the I just, american version uh, canadian version of like hulu or some shit. hbo anyways yeah. but uh yeah right yeah, right um, strike not movie related but james corden is officially done Hey, that's good. Yeah, so there is some positive. I don't things. like that guy. No, Fuck I that hate guy. him too. Yeah. So, so there are some positive things going on in the world. So nice. Whenever you get sad, you got that to look forward to. Um, anything else for your news? No, that's all I got. Positive news then. Tattoo watch. Hey, four hundred and thirty-three listens. Oh shit! <laughs> that's quite a job, man. I know. I'm excited. Holy fuck! I got to start like uh, looking at like places where I want to get it. Figure shit out. So if anyone out there knows a clean tattoo place, let me know. In All the right. city of Calgary. Or the immediate surrounding area. I'll go to Okotoks. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> she Whoa. said Okotoki. All right. Um, let's get into what we've been watching. Yeah. You want to kick it off? I don't sure. know how big your list is. Uh, I do have a decent li- yeah, list. It's been it. a while since we've done yeah. one of these. Um, first up on my list, I watched Puss in Boots. Oh, did you? The Last Wish. So this movie got... That's sup- the sequel? Yeah. The second one? Yeah. It's a sequel. Just kind of came out, right? Yeah, uh, 2022. This movie, I saw a lot of hype for it on uh, an app that I use up on 9gag. And then I watched uh, Critical Drinker did a video about it, talking about like how it was like a surprisingly good kids movie. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, why not? I told my wife, I'm like, we're watching Puss and Boots. She's like, why? I'm like, yeah, it looks like it's going to be good. So I watched it. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. The character of the wolf. So uh, the gist of the movie is... Puss in Boots is, you know, he's this big hero. Everyone loves him and all this shit. But then he, like, realizes, because, you know, cats have nine lives. He's used up eight of his lives. And he's on his last one now. Okay. So he's not this, like, big grandiose hero anymore, because now he's, like, afraid to die. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair. So he finds out this plot to find this star, which will grant him a wish. So it's him. Yeah, trying to get his his life's back so it's him and this other cat he pairs up with this therapy dog and there's since it's in the world of shrek there's like the gang that he's like also trying to get the star from is goldilocks and the three bears okay and they're fucking awesome uh florence Pugh is goldilocks oh yeah i, uh, I like her actually the guy from black widow <sighs> david harbour no um the bad guy oh ray winston yeah he plays papa bear and so, like, there's that gang, and then there's also, uh, oh, fuck, what's the main villain? It's, like, from a kid's rhyme. Uh, I'm going to find it right here. Big Jack Horner. Oh, who's Big Jack Horner? Uh, he, like, sticks his finger in a pie. 
It's like oh, from a nursery rhyme. Okay, okay. Anyway, he's done by uh, John Mulaney. Does the voice of him? Oh, yeah. He's like another villain. That's also like a great aspect. He's fucking hilarious too. So it was like it was a fun movie, and then the character of the wolf. He's like, he's essentially death, and he's coming for Puss in Boots the whole movie. The scenes with him, man, are so fucking intense and like unnerving. There's like this part where he's like running through this forest, and like the face of the wolf keeps popping up in the trees, and it was like unsettling at certain points. So, um, as far as a kids' movie goes, not the best. It was fun. I like I said those scenes with the uh, wolf were fucking awesome. There were some really funny jokes with jack horner uh i suggest watching it it's nothing great it's nothing terrible uh i gave that one six surprisingly good villains out of ten. Oh, nice yeah cool all right um i'm just gonna continue my talks about the shows i've been watching because i've been kind of finishing a couple shows i finished last of us i feel like i don't think i talked about this last time i know i was like getting close yeah i think you had mentioned like but i watched episode it. three yeah yeah talked about it was it, good yeah. Watched it. I liked it. Uh, for those who don't know, it's like a zombie survival apocalypse show filmed in Calgary. Hey-o. Um It's based on a video game. Very good. Very good adaptation of the game. It was like fucking sad to watch, though. It's like fucking depressing. But the game is depressing. Like, it's shitty. Yeah. It's like a shitty show. <laughs> but, but like it was a like good, a good shitty, shitty, shitty show. Yeah. Like, like, wow, I feel like fucking shit <laughs> watching this. Um, but it was well done. Like, that's kind of my point. It was well done. Um, I would suggest watching it. I'm not going to ramble too much because I talked about it already. But um, I do like it. I, um, I suggest watching it. But it wasn't like, it wasn't, oh, my God, everyone needs to watch this show. Um, but it was a good example of like HBO doing like a show about people. Mm. It's like a, a show about people in an apocalypse. It's not about the zombies. It's not about yeah badass action scenes. It's about like this is what people will do, which is kind of what the game is about, right? Like, <clears throat> excuse me, but that's why I thought it was a good adaptation. So. Yeah, it's also like I think one of the best video game adaptations into film, like ever. Yeah, like what? Well, video games have a hard time. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like what would even compare to that? Yeah. So I, it's still on my list. I still gotta watch it. Yeah. It's a little depressing, like I said. Just like <laughs> it's heavy, you know. It's good, yeah. but it's good. I'm gonna give it eight clickers at a ten. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Good, that was good. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Um, next on my list, uh, Table Nineteen. It's a comedy film um, directed by Jeffrey Blitz. I've never really seen anything else by him, starring uh, Anna Kendrick, Craig Robinson, uh, Lisa Kudrow, Stephen Merchant and Wyatt Russell. Oh, I do know this movie kind of. So it's essentially a story about this girl who goes to her best friend's wedding and it just so happens that her best friend her brother she used to date okay. and then they broke up. So it's about her getting stuck at this the loser table, table 19 <laughs> with all these like people who like you don't really know why they're even invited. Like they're a, f- a friend of a friend or like <laughs> right, an right. old nanny. Like none of them have any really business being at this wedding. It's a good and, cast. Dude. Yeah. And it's about her like kind of making friends with these people. And it's definitely a romantic comedy, but it really changed like the formula. Cause like, I'm just going to spoil some shit. Cause like, why not? So spoilers for table 19, everyone. Yeah. 2017. So if you haven't seen it by now, you might, not if um so she goes she's in love with this well she broke up with the 
brother of the bride okay. and he's there and he played by wyatt russell and he's fucking great oh yeah i like him in everything i've ever seen him in yeah he's good yeah yeah so you think he's an asshole because like it's kind of like portrayed him that way at the start okay and then she meets this like new guy at the wedding and then they start dancing and then like they're having their super romantic thing but then he turns out to be a prick the new guy the new guy and he's turns out to be a guy who's getting married at a wedding like uh, the next door over uh, okay. and the guy who you think is a dick like her original boyfriend is actually just this like really sweet guy why russell yeah oh, who yeah. like really cares about her but like she wasn't really good at communicating so like it's like this nice love story between these two people who just like still actually care about each okay, other. Cool. And uh, he plays like this really dumb guy. And Stephen Merchant, man. He's great. As nor- uh, usual, he just fucking steals the show. He's as being awesome, this man. weird, awkward, gangly guy. <laughs> uh, even um, Craig Robinson's great in it. Like well, Lisa too, Kudrow. Yeah. They like play a couple who are like aren't happy in their marriage, but like, you know, find love again through like all this stuff. It's like, it's a good character film, cool. which I always like. It's like, this is where I leave you at the family stone. It's like all these great character actors come together and like play this movie. Well, yeah. Uh, I gave that one eight stoned nannies out of 10. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch it, man. I think you'd really enjoy it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'll put it on the list at least. Um, uh, lastly, as far as TV shows, I finished party down mm. season two and three. Um, so I've talked about it already. Season one, I finished talked about it last episode. Season two, it's very similar. Essentially, the idea of the show, it's like a catering company in Hollywood. Each episode, they're catering a different event in Hollywood. And most of the people who work at the catering company are trying to become actors or writers or something in Hollywood. Uh, really good cast. I think the cast is why it's so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the storylines aren't super dramatic. Actually, they are. I guess that's the joke is because they're like... Not dramatic situations because it's a catering company, but every situation is just so ridiculous. Um, I really like it. You know the show. Uh, I say, listeners, check it out. It's quite good. The cast, I don't even like, I won't even ramble them on because they're not like names that you'd know. That being said, though, my underrated actor list has grown immensely because watching that show. And yeah. not just the main cast, it's like every character who shows, or every actor who shows up. Is that like an Oscar nom like an Oscar nominated or winner yeah. or an underrated actor? Yeah, uh, J.K. Simmons popping up in it. Yeah, man. There's so many people. Breckenmeyer. Yeah. Um, the guy who's in Police Academy. I don't remember his name. Uh, Steve. Dugan? I don't remember his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Goober. Like that- yeah, Goober. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so a good episode. Um, and everyone comes back. The way they do it is like uh for season three so i watched the season three it's it's only six episodes long so it's quite short i was a little surprised um but i really liked it like kyle is like a famous actor but then like he gets like his first episode he gets like canceled and then he has to join the company again ron is back on like (laughs) just like running it again um what's her name constance comes back as like a client and then uh i can't remember Megan Maloney's character. Yeah. Her. She comes back too, so everyone's in it, which nice. is kind of nice. Uh, except uh, Leslie Kaplan. Yeah. She doesn't, and Jennifer Garner kind of takes her place. Mm. Um, but she's good. She, like, blends right in. Oh, There's yeah? There's an episode where they do mushrooms, and it's, like, the whole, like, everyone does mushrooms. It's so funny. And There's, like, two new people as well. They kind of represent, like, the new, like, the new fresh blood or whatever. It's quite good. Honestly, it's, it's very funny. It's just a good show, and it makes me laugh. Um, I'd say check it out. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it eight and a half champagne glasses full of pee. I don't know if you remember that episode. It's in season two. Yeah, yeah. They're like trying to get like his nemesis. And, yeah, like, it's like <laughs> every it's like every guy in the episode. They're like 
Fabio ruined the pee. It's like, ah, oh, I threw it. I dropped it. I went, it's like, I need your pee. And everyone, every guy is like, okay, no problem. <laughs> yeah, they just do it instantly. It's a guy code. Yeah. He needs a glass of pee. I don't know. It was good. It's a good show. I'm happy I went back and watched it. Yeah, I'm glad that they didn't ruin it by coming back either. And it, I think maybe six episodes works because everything was pretty funny. You know what I mean? There wasn't any episodes that I didn't like. Yeah, you're like, or, okay, that one kind of sucked. Like, it just, they worked, yeah. Nice. Uh, next on my list is the 2015 American comedy drama film, Demolition, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and what's her name? I think it's Sylvester Stallone. No. Name Wesley is- Snipes? No. Demolition Man? <laughs> Sandra Bullock. <laughs> um, Naomi Watts and Chris Cooper. Oh, yeah. It's a story about a guy whose wife dies in a car crash, and he just essentially is dealing with the aftermath of that by breaking shit. So he gets into, like... Demolition. Demolition, oh. like, breaking houses. He starts, like, taking apart shit because he's just trying to take apart his life, essentially. And wow. he kind of meets this friend in Naomi Watts. It was pretty fucking boring. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, it was like a romantic film? No. There's not... Because they're more like friends than oh, okay. romantic. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, It wasn't even that funny. Jake Gyllenhaal's good. I, I, yeah. I mean, it, it was enough to make me finish the movie. It was funny. Like, we were watching it. Like, it's one of those movies where, like, nothing's really happening. So my wife's like, okay, I'm just going to go run and, like, do something. And as soon as she left... All the shit went down. <laughs> it's like the climax of the film where she comes back and she's like, "Why is that kid in the hospital?" I'm like, "Oh, oh my god! Well, this happened. This <laughs> happened. This happened. <laughs> she's like, holy shit!" So I mean, like, there's like 15 minutes where something actually happens. The other like rest of the film is just I don't know. It's all right. It's slow. It's one of those kind of like arty kind of movies where it's about the human condition. I don't know. I wasn't the biggest fan. I've seen him do better. I gave that one uh, uh, four house smashings out of ten. Real original. Yeah, just like the movie. <laughs> um, all right, I watched this movie called I Origins. It was on Disney+. Plus. This is a guy at work. Uh, he was like, he knows I'm into movies, and he's just like, hey, man, you should check out this movie. And he was on my ass, and I was like, all right, I got to watch this movie. Um, it was okay. It was about, um, you know, Boardwalk Empire, Jimmy? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember his name. Michael something. Michael Pitt, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was him. He was the main actor, and then a couple. Oh, who else was in it? Glenn from Walking Dead. What's his name? Yeah. That guy. We saw him at the Comic Expo. Stephen Young. Stephen Young. Yeah. Anyways, it was those two and a couple other people. Uh, It was good. It was weird. It was kind of like a sci-fi romance film. Okay. Yeah. So he's essentially like obsessed with eyes and he falls in love with this girl who has like these crazy eyes and like this movie was about her eyes essentially and it was really cool. Um, Falls in love with her. And she fucking dies. Spoiler for this movie, even though it's like halfway through the movie. What? She fucking dies, man. She dies? It's crazy. She like, all right, I'm just going to tell you. She like dies in like an elevator. Like the elevator is like falling and they're trying to like get out of the elevator. She's like, you go first and pull me up. And he goes and he like pulls her up and like it's shot. Like she made it. But then all of a sudden, like his hand, like, and then she's like still breathing. And she's like, they're like laughing because it was like so crazy. And then, like, his hands come up and they're just like covered in blood. And her laughter didn't do a cry. And you just see, she's got like, no fucking body. It's like, oh, what the fuck? It was crazy. It was, sorry, I just kind of, like I said, I kind of just ruined the big yeah. moment of the movie. Anyways, she dies. and But he's like in love with her eyes. And it's like 10 years later or some shit. And there's like this eye technology software. Just like how to identify people or whatever, and they find this, these eyes. And I guess the movie's kind of about reincarnation. It's kind of the idea. And essentially, when she died, 
she got reincarnated into this like little like Indian woman and it's about them this like little Indian girl and it's about them like finding this little homeless Indian girl because she's this reincarnated spirit of this other girl it's fucking crazy and then they do a big test the ending of the movie is they do this big test the girl it's like it didn't work this is not her we were wrong she just happens to have the exact same and the eyes are so crazy that she just happens to have the exact same eyes and as he's like walking her out of the building she refuses to go into the elevator mm. she's like no i can't i can't go into the I, can't, I can't do it and he just has this moment of like what the fuck because no one else knows yeah and anyways it was crazy but kind of like you were like it was a little long like the movie is like i just kind of told you the interesting parts yeah. <laughs> but it was like an hour 45 yeah. minutes of me being like why are eyes so important um, I'm gonna give it 7.25 elevator shafts out of 10. Yeah, memorable elevator shafts. Apparently, it was crazy. And again, like it stuck with me, but the movie itself, a bit not a waste of my time, but definitely didn't need yeah. to be that long. Yeah, I think we've all watched those movies before, yeah. where it's like it's got those good scenes where you're like, oh, okay, if the whole movie was like. <laughs> Like that well, pace, like, you know. You know, like you said, Sally was like going to do something. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm gonna wash these dishes while I watch this right now because again, there's like people in a lab talking about eyes. Which, yeah, uh, again, it was cool. But yeah. yeah. Uh, next on my list, uh, I watched the perfect score. Dun, dun, uh, the 2004, Chris yeah, teen comedy heist film starring. Before there was Captain America, and Black <laughs> Widow, <laughs> Chris Evans, uh, Erica Christensen. Scarjo, a uh, bunch of other people. So, me and my wife have been trying to find this movie for this particular this movie because okay. she's always told me like, uh, "You hyped it up." The perfect score is yeah. so good. Like, you have to watch it. So we've been the amount of thrift stores we've gone through <laughs> to try to find this, and I finally found it, and I was so excited. She's like, "This is gonna be so good." Put it on. I was like, oh. <laughs> "Okay, that was it. All right." Um, yeah. I don't know. It, like it's sold as the Breakfast Club meets Ocean's Eleven, which like would be cool if it was good at being either of them. Uh, like if it was this ragtag group of people coming together and like you f- felt them grow as a team on this mission, I'd be. I think I'd like it a little bit more. Or maybe like their heist was like really cool in the way that they did it, but not as Breakfast Clubby. I'd probably like it a little bit more. But it kind of failed on both for me. Yeah. Like, the heist wasn't that good. It felt very forced, like, the relationships the, their, that they pushed. Uh, yeah. The rapport with each other. Yeah. I mean, Chris Evans was great because Chris Evans, ScarJo was great. Her character introduction was, like, just kind of interesting. Felt kind of problematic. Because it's just, like, just, like, a shot of her panties. And then it's just, like, like because she's wearing a skirt. And she's, like, from under the table, her panties. And then just, like, cuts to them, like, talking. Like, why? <laughs> Why they had that in there? Well, it's like Swordfish. Is that the movie with Halle Berry? Oh, but that was perfect. <laughs> that was probably my first <laughs> movie titties yeah, I ever Yeah, but like saw. it's literally the same thing. Is it not? Yeah. Why is that in there? It's like what she's suntanning. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like we all got a suntan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, that really threw me. Like, like it instantly was like, uh, why? I don't know why that was included. But okay, like I guess we'll just keep going. Scared and, to hear what you're gonna rate this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was fine. The guy who played like the jock was like fucking horrendous actor. Oh no! Like a basketball guy, and it was just was like Usher? no, it was just a nobody. So he doesn't even have like the ability to be like, oh well, you know, he's 
he's a whatever <laughs> unless he really was a, a basketball player oh, which maybe, maybe yeah, he was maybe he was oh he was former american professional basketball player all right so he gets a pass but he was probably the worst part of the movie um i gave that one five waste of great actors out of ten. Oh, really yeah, yeah. i was not just i was not happy i'm not gonna put on my list do not watch it it was very over there the stoner guy was kind of funny but as they always are <laughs> exactly thanks david <laughs> <laughs> um all right i watched jackass forever oh i needed him, stoners that's right I needed to watch a movie that was on Netflix before I went to bed. And I was like, I have about an hour and a half. Oh, I've never seen this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was okay. <laughs> so there's like a bunch of like new, new people. people. Yeah, Poopsie and... And they were actually pretty cool. Actually, I didn't love the big guy. He was just kind of screaming and, you know. Yeah. But I was kind of like, why, why am I watching these like new guys? And then I'm like watching the old guys do shit. I was like, oh... That's why there's new guys. Because these people are fuck like we, you and I are old. Yeah. These people are fucking old. Yeah. And like 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 Johnny Knoxville is still doing like a lot of fun shit, but like the other guys are like barely doing anything crazy. And like you have to understand, like they're, they're fucking old something. and like yeah. their bodies cannot take yeah. all the shit they were doing at least. Um and then it was just kind of like I've I felt like I've seen a lot of these things before already. Yeah. Even if I haven't, it just kind of so I think it's. I think I'm over it. I don't. I don't. Don't think they should make any more. No, and I don't think they will, unless they make it with the new group. But nobody's really like. For me personally, like I like Jackass. I mean, the shit's funny. But like, and there I, was, and honestly, there was some funny shit yeah. still. Like, there, people getting hurt is still kind of funny. But I also liked the guy, like the people. Like I liked Johnny. I liked Ryan Dunn and like Bam Margera. He's a bit of a cocky asshole, but, but I like. Yeah, and I like. Is yeah, good and you watch it for like the the group, right? Because it's like, it's like a bunch of friends just f- fucking with each so other. That's what we used to do. Exactly. So I, that's why I liked watching it. And for me, like when Dunn died, and then Bam was also cut from the film. Yeah, for drinking, I want to say. Yeah, he got like he like got out of rehab. Yeah, like it was not bit. good. Yeah, um, it made me not want to watch it because it it just didn't feel right. They for had me. a good little moment for Dunn. Yeah, yeah, just at the end, they just like that's nice. That's they, good. It kind of like it was like Jackass Forever as like the title card came, and then it kind of transitioned into Ryan Dunn Forever. Mm. Like, it, yeah. yeah, that part was well done to be honest. And like, I mean. I'm happy. I, like me and my friends were talking about going to see it in theaters because they were like, "Oh, we used to." I was like, "Yeah, I'd be into it." We didn't end up going. I'm very happy I didn't see it in theaters. <laughs> I'll say. Uh, I'm going to give it six point seven five washed up actors, which is in quotation marks out of ten. Knoxville did all right for acting after. Yeah, he's a hazard. Yeah, oh, I like him too. Yeah. He's in what Walking Tall. Yeah, he's in uh, Men in Black. Yeah, yeah, too. The the Ringer. <laughs> which is oh yeah. Very, yeah, it's problematic. <laughs> probably, but I don't, I don't. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, last on my list, um, third season of Mandalorian. I finished it. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, so just before he re- talks too much about it, I have not finished it yeah. yet. I'm only two episodes in, but I'm currently watching it. Okay. But you can talk. I don't. I know some things that happened. I don't know everything, but well, I don't want to give like too much away for spoiler wise. All I'll say is, it could have been a shorter season. They could have cut out a lot of stuff, and it probably would have been better. I see. And there was. Don't get me wrong. There's still those scenes where it's like, okay, that's cool. I'm glad. Like, cool. I'm glad that's on film. I'm glad I got to see that. Cool. Okay. But it's also like, okay, why did I watch? 
this episode. Uh, this, which is we talked about. Like this is nothing with, specifically with Star Wars. Yeah, the fact that you're pumping out content that we, for the most part, I, I'm, we're watching. But like, why? I don't want to get to this point of like season six of Mandalorian, where like I used to like that show, but now I don't fucking like it. Yeah, you know? it's like what, like the boring episode, like parts of a video game where you're just doing fetch quests to get experience uh, is what it feels like. Yeah. There's like this whole episode where like nothing really happens, like at all, and then there's another episode after that where it's like not about anything really. A little bit at the end, maybe. Yeah. It, it sounds like it's turning a do a bit of Clone Wars. Yeah. I found was the issue with Clone but Wars. But then you get parts where there's like yeah. Mandalorian. And Mandalorian has been great for these yeah. parts too. Like the good stuff is good. Well, and the, yeah, I won't want to get into it, but like the ending is like there's this pretty cool shit that happens between like the people. Sure, yeah. So like those scenes I'm like into, but then it's just like, okay, I don't really... Why am I watching this? Okay. Oh, he's back on Tatooine talking to the fucking lady in the shop the again. <laughs> okay. Oh, she's going to sell him something? Okay. Um, uh, Obi-Wan, I remember liking the show, but I remember, like, you know what stands out is the final episode. I never finished it. I'm just kind of saying, like, maybe they should make, like, specials. Give me, like, a three-hour yeah. movie or... yeah. That'd be way better. You know, like three along, three hour long episodes or something. Yeah. Make like, it like I don't know. For sure, Mandalorian. If you would have cut this down to how many episodes is in this Eight one? or nine? Eight. Like cut it down to five. Yeah. And it would have been so much better. Yeah. And like, like with streaming and stuff, they can like, and we we kind of talked about this a little bit, but British TV seems to do. Yeah. Like, well, they've always I mean, done. We it. don't watch uh, not every British show, but a lot of British shows they have a good two three maybe seasons yeah. and that's it right yeah like, well i mean like luther each season was maybe four episodes yeah exactly well even what was it sherlock yeah like well, like <laughs> maybe like maybe if they did a show like that like yeah sherlock is a good example like it's a three hour and a half or something yeah yeah so nice. i don't know they got to figure their shit out uh i gave that one six please make shorter seasons at a time <laughs> just <laughs> just come on <laughs> we don't need all this shit all the time if it's not adding anything to the story, like, why why put it in there? And you know what? I, I talked about this last time, I think, last episode, how I know shit is going to be ad- ad- adapted or spun off or, or rebooted or whatever, and I don't want them just to reboot Star Wars. I know they're going to make Star Wars content, but I think when you have a show like Rebels or Clone Wars even, like, you can kind of, like, it's a cartoon show. Like, you can kind of get away with having filler episodes and, like, Stuff that you don't necessarily need to watch. But when Mandalorian has been your, like, really good show for a really long time, but then, it, like, it's going to make the, like, l- legacy of the show, the Mandalorian, not as good. No. Like, you know, we we brought a Game of Thrones in the past. Like, the reason why the last season uh, and a half was such a letdown is because the show was so good and they brought it down. Like, don't. Like you've made the Mandalorian good, don't bring it down. Release another cartoon episode, like series, like what's that one? That's like the Night Watch or whatever the fuck that yeah. one Star Wars series coming yeah. out. Make that one with these filler episodes. Yeah. Tell your Mandalorian story, not I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. Quit. Just <laughs> again, like you said, because like the shitty thing about um, Game of Thrones. Now, granted, I haven't watched all of it. I just heard it. it's great, but it like you said, it does tarnish 
like, like legacy. When people say Game of Thrones, like, oh, Game yeah. of Thrones. Because <laughs> it ended on such a shitty note, yeah. you know? And, like, I don't know if they're doing... I think they're doing another season of Mandalorian. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, we'll talk more about the end of it when once done. Yeah. you watch it. I'm sure for the next episode. Yeah. Episode, I believe. Okay, a couple more for me. Uh, you're done, though? Yep, that's all I got. Okay, so I watched Baby Mama. It's one of those cheap ones I found at... Uh, Amy Poehler? Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Yeah. Tina Fey can't get pregnant, yeah, trying to get yeah. pregnant. Amy Poehler becomes her surrogate. Um, I expected a raunchy comedy movie, and it wasn't. Okay. So I was let down in the sense of, like, like I kind of thought Amy Poehler and Tina Fey at their funniest and raunchiest. Like, I was expecting Sisters vibes. Yeah. And I was actually expecting to be a little better than Sisters. I don't know why, but it wasn't. It was more of a chick flick about two girls becoming friends. Mm-hmm. And then the baby thing was part of the plot. It was still a little raunchy. It was still kind of funny. But Sisters, I would say, is way better. Um, if I'm reaching to watch one of the two of them right now or just tell you to run out and watch one, I'm going to tell you to watch Sisters. Yeah. To me, it was just Sisters funny. is great. It is good, yeah. Um, didn't hate it. Didn't love it. I'm going to give it 6.75 pregnancy tests out of 10. Mm. Kind of basic. Like, Forgettable they be- kind of film. They become friends. Yeah. Like, she says that she's not going to have the baby for her, and then she does get pregnant anyways and has the baby for her, and then, she, actually, she gets pregnant, and then, you know, it's like one of those things. Yeah. That, yeah, so. Um, who was in it? The guy in it was pretty good. I can't remember who was in it, but uh, the love interest was a good in it. So that, that, that kind of helps, like, when the guy of the movie, of the chick flick, is, like, yeah. a likable guy. Um, but it was all right. Uh, and then the last thing for my list, I kind of kept it for last because it's a little special for me, but Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I watched it. I was very excited to see it. Um. Yeah, it was good. I was very pleased. Yeah, here it's the best of the newest Marvel. Someone said, "Is it the best movie since Endgame?" And I said, "Oh, thought about it real quick." And I said, "Spider-Man might be." Yeah, I really like Spider-Man. Thought it was well done. Thought what's his nuts Defoe was like a very memorable villain. Ag- Dumb man again, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but Guardians might have been the best movie since Endgame. Yeah. Now. You haven't seen it. There's a large chance that most of our listeners have not seen it yet, so I'm not going to spoil anything yet. I'm going to see it a second time still. But there was a couple things I was wanting out of it that I didn't get. That being said, there was a lot that I got out of it that I was wanting. So I, some things I did want and I got, and some things I didn't think I was going to get that I got, if okay. that makes any sort yeah, of sense. Yeah, like. Yeah. My expectations weren't exactly hit, but then some of them were completely blown out of the water. So, um, again, without spoiling too much, I think every character had a really nice arc. And I, before it came out, I watched everything that the Guardians were in. So I watched both movies, the Christmas special, and all the Avengers scenes with them in it. So, like, Nebula and Gamora love their character arcs, like, completely. Yeah. Gamora's a little funky because of the, the switch or yeah. whatever. But even the, this round, it was just, like, well done. Um, Star Lords itself, same sort of idea. I really like where he starts off and where he ends. Um, going on record, Groot's my favorite. Like, I just overall, I think he's great. They're able to do a lot with him because of his character, like the way he can grow or whatever. Yeah. Um, this one was mainly about Rocket. The trailers and stuff you can kind of yeah. tell. Um, but you definitely get a big insight into Rocket. And his story does play into the main story, uh, and then all the new characters were fun. Adam Warlock and stuff like that. It was just good. I yeah. really liked it. Yeah, seeing Nathan Fillion pops up in it. Yeah, and so he was actually in the other two kind yeah. of. But this time, but it's this actually one he's actually him. in it, yeah. and like <clears throat> he's very Nathan Fillion, <laughs> which is just great. Perfect. Yeah, like like telling Michaela like that scene was so fucking funny just because of him. Like 
it might it might not have been that funny but yeah. i was laughing my ass yeah. off you know it's my boy yeah i really did like it i was happy with it i'm very happy to see it again um happy with james gunn he didn't disappoint me like again even the things i didn't get out of it I wasn't disappointed. Yeah. I walked out of that thing. That was, it was a nice awesome farewell movie. to James Gunn in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And the Guardians and stuff. And it was, yeah. I was very, yeah. Check it out. I liked it. I'm giving it eight and a half little hairy alien guys out of ten. Perfect. Yeah. I, I want to see it. Yeah. I think of all the newest things that came out that I'm like, that's when I actually have some sort of investment in. Well, we've always liked see. James Gunn. You yeah. were the one that kind of got me onto James Gunn way back anyway. So, yeah. I was happy. All right, so now we'll get into our main feature of the episode. Free fire! Talking the 2016 British black comedy action film directed by Ben Wheatley. Um, starring... Is it hard? Charto? 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 I don't know that one, actually. You're always bad with names. Copley, but... Army Hammer, Brie Larson, Killian Murphy, Jack Raynor, Babu Kise. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> Enzo Clenti, Sam Riley, Michael Smiley, and Noah Taylor. So, the movie is essentially about um, two guys from the IRA gets in touch with this girl who gets him in touch with an arms dealer and sets up a like a deal, a gun deal, a buy. Yeah, yeah. between um, this guy. His name is Vern. <laughs> He's the arms dealer. <laughs> He's the arms dealer played by Shalto Copley. Um, and it's essentially about like the IRA is going to buy the guns and the two groups don't know that one person on each of their group had gotten into a fight uh, the night before. And so it's a good movie because it keeps building the tension. And then there's the one scene where the one guy realizes the guy he got into a fight with is like in the other gang. And so like, it's just building and building and building. And then eventually these two guys recognize each other. They get into a fight or whatever. It all kind of calms down, and then it just builds up and up, and then one person pulls a gun, shoots the other guy, and then it just launches into the rest of the movie of just people just shooting each other. Like a 50-minute shootout? Yeah. I'd have to actually... I didn't I think I timed it, but... Like a realistic movie shootout, because like... Oh, yeah, you're right. It actually does feel very realistic yeah, when you say that. It's not like John Wick, where he's just yeah, mowing down yeah. guys. It's Which we love John Wick? Yeah. It's somebody getting shot, dragging their legs around, <laughs> shooting somebody else in the shoulder, and then that person's dragging their body around. And, like, the director of this movie said, because I watched some of the behind-the-scenes oh, features, that they actually had this little model of the warehouse... And they had to track where everyone was. Yeah, there. as they move throughout the movie. Um, this is one of those like random movies I saw the uh, trailer for, like back in the day, and I was like, "Oh, I got to see that when it comes out in theaters." And I'm really bad for doing that for all these obscure movies, but for some reason, I know we went and we saw this one in the theaters. Well, the cast helps, you know. Like we've always liked Killian Murphy. Yeah, we already brought him up. Um, Brie Larson, Army Hammer. He's so good in it. Like, <laughs> I don't know who steals the show in this one, but Army Hammer might. Uh, Charto Copley, too, if I'm saying that right. He's good. I mean, he's most well-known, I'd say, District 9. Yeah, for Elysium, sure. But the A-Team, we like yeah. him in. Oh, that's great so, like, too. <laughs> He's been great in everything I've seen him in. And um, this is another one of those movies that kind of falls into our category of um, just being kind of fucked up but hilarious like a good black comedy which i always i don't know why i like those movies so much but i just love that sense of humor where it's like this 
kind of really dark shit that's happening, but it's fucking hilarious. Like, this is not funny. This is, this <laughs> should not be funny. No, but it's fucking hilarious. Even when, like, people are, like, getting shot, it's like they're, like, shit-talking each other and, like, yelling jokes at each other as they're shooting each other. Well, and there's, like, it's kind of like a bit of a, I don't know, a meme or something going around, like, right now that, like, music makes a difference you put like a different song into a movie it changes like the complete atmosphere of the movie so like this movie does a good job of like look at this shootout and how ridiculous it is like <laughs> yeah. they're like crazy drumming like jazz music that just is like adding to this tension and like i don't know you, there's like certain moments certain characters get shot or die or like some someone new enters the room like these moments that like oh shit this movie just got real and then like 10 minutes later you're like laughing your ass off again <laughs> yeah. right like yeah because it's it's already tense from the like as soon as they all meet yeah like they're already they don't like each other but like you know they're all here for business so like they're all trying to put aside their shit like instantly killian murphy doesn't like ord yeah and then they meet Vern, and then they no instantly really don't like Vern. <laughs> But then they're all like, okay, we can get this gun deal done. But then as soon as the one guy realized, what's his name? Steve-O. So Steve-O bottled, uh, what's the other guy's name? Jack. Jack? No, that's his actor's name, I think. Harry. It's Harry. Okay. Um, Steve-O is on the IRA side, and he hit Harry's cousin cousin in the face of the bottle because she wouldn't perform oral on him at a bar so then harry beat the shit out of him at the bar and so they end up obviously both in the warehouse at the same time they realize the other one's there steve was running his mouth and then harry's just like yeah we'll shut the fuck up pulls out a pistol and like shoot steve-o and then it's i mean i'll talk about it more later but it's this great part where everybody kind of realizes that like oh like it's on like we're we're about to like kill each other and then it just it like you said it just goes into pure chaos people are getting shot in the leg and like again just dragging their leg around one the one character ord is like fine for most of the movie because he's not getting shot and the only time he gets shot is by his own team yeah (laughs) well and it's funny too because like on both sides the people who start the shit are kind of on the bottom of both sides Mm -hmm. and like you said no one really likes each other which, I mean, you actually find out later, no one ever liked each other, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, to move the plot on, I guess, after this shootout breaks out between the two sides, and essentially it's the two sides who already didn't like each other, finally have a reason to shoot each other. You you see and you kind of you're, it's revealed that there's a third party, there's like other shooters who are going to like ambush the entire deal. So it brings in this third party of like, why are we getting shot at? Like, that's not us. <laughs> yeah. That's not us either. And I don't know. You find out that someone in the group has betrayed everybody. Yeah. And I guess the actual plot of the movie, so we can kind of get this out of the way, I guess, is there's a ridiculous shootout. Everyone dies. I mean, it's a spoiler, but fuck it. Everyone kind of dies except for one person. And at the end of the movie, the one person essentially is going to get busted by the cops. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone loses, yeah. essentially. Yeah. There's no winners in this movie. Yeah. And yeah, at the part when they, it's revealed that there's a third party, yeah. it's almost like the two sides kind of slightly work together at that part to like get rid of this other parties so they can go back to like shooting 
each other. There's actually quite a few ups and downs, I find. Like, as far as, like, fighting and tension of, like, like they all take a break at one point and they're yelling at each other, like, <laughs> yeah. is that your people? Well, no, it's not our people. And then, like, what's her name? They're trying to get Justine out of there. Yeah. It's like, hey, let her leave. They're like, okay, we'll let her leave. Like, he doesn't want to do <laughs> yeah. whatever. I'm going to shoot her. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely not a movie where we can talk to at length about the... Um, what is the meaning behind the shooting of this person? It's just, it's a fun movie with perfectly acted characters. Like everyone, Steve-O the junkie is fucking, plays it perfectly. He's awful. I hate that guy. Yeah. But like, he does it so well as playing this shitty junkie. When, uh, when he's like passing out, like he's all like, oh, yeah, like how many, he's like, how many fuckers are over there? And he's like, what? <laughs> I love when he when Buddy's dead and he's yeah. like, "Don't do this." Man. He's like going through his pockets. <laughs> no, not even that. Oh, that is the part too. Yeah. yeah. And then he, but then he like grabs the fucking heroin. And he starts like smoking yeah. the. I don't know if he's it's heroin or whatever, but then he gets like the burst of energy. He's like, "Yeehaw!" And he's like running <laughs> yeah. around shooting. Um, it is kind of a fun build up. I find you know, like you know, you know something's gonna happen. Just what is gonna happen? So it's and it's just like waiting for it to happen. Yeah. And the score and the whole like like atmosphere of the movie is just tense. It's like fun. They're jabbing each other, but you yeah. know something's gonna yeah. be there. There's always like like they always laugh off the jabs, but you can tell like they're like don't fucking well, talk like, to me. Even like that. some of the shit that it comes up later when they're yelling at each other, shooting at each other, like some of the things that they've said earlier. Yeah. Right? yeah. And um yeah, like I said, acted perfectly. Um it's hard to say who is because you like personally i like people on both sides like i'm not rooting for no nope, i agree one side to win because you like characters from different groups yep um i can't remember his name right now but tires yeah um, he's great <laughs> at it billy no um i was ugly cast here um but he was good, and um, I do like Chris, who was Killian Murphy. Yeah, he's quite good. Ord is great. Yeah, Ord might be my favorite. I don't know. I just That's probably because he smokes weed. Well, he's just like, <laughs> but yes, he does smoke weed. But he's like suave in it. He's yeah. like, I don't know, like the when the shit's hitting the fan, and then he's like, when he starts smoking weed, he's like, all right, we need to start talking about like how much I'm getting paid because like, oh yeah, like, we didn't agree it. on this. Yeah, yeah extenuating yeah. surfaces. So like. You know, there's just shit. We got to talk about money. Um, I kind of, and but then again, like Charlton Copley, him coming in as Vern, and like I read that the character, like once he was cast, they kind of made the character obviously South African, kind of made him obnoxious <laughs> and like ridiculous. Yeah. But he j- it just works so well. I find. Yeah. And like the one, the one thing I wrote down is pretty much like even the the couple guys like um. Jimmy, what's the other guy's name? Leary? Oh, no, Leary's the other guy. I don't know. Um, the ones who, like, get killed right away, like, they could all be the main character in a movie. Like, every one of these characters could be the protagonist of a movie that I'd watch. Yeah. Like, Ord was great. Yeah. Chris was great. Uh, and, Harry? Yeah. Bernie was great. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just was good, man. Bernie, yeah. you're a beautiful soul, Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I really did like every person. And, like, you know, we've talked about this before, and there's a reason we're picking these specific movies, but, like, when you have, like, a really good cast in a movie, it's probably going to be a good movie. Yeah, and it's, like, without the acting and the way they deliver the lines, like, it's not a very 
Like, it is an exciting movie because it's a shootout, but it's not a shootout in the way most people expect a shootout to go. Like, it's people just shooting bullets that's not really hitting anything, but they're just shooting because they're getting shot at. Yes, And then they're, like, like I said, just dragging themselves or, like, pushing a barrel and, like, going behind the barrel. Like, that chase scene between... um, Martin and Justine. Yeah. It's like the slowest chase <laughs> ever because she's just like sliding along the floor and he's just like slithering after her and like shooting. No, and it's like, not Martin. Martin Harry. is the... Uh, no, Harry's the other one. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, Martin's the... Yeah. Yeah, Martin's Bernie? the one that sets him up. Yeah, I think it's Bernie. I thought Bernie was on the other side. Howie? Anyways, the... the the this fight the the chase scene yeah them crawling on the ground it's Gordon Gordon, <laughs> it's Gordon. <laughs> you suck um, but I find the physical comedy in this movie like that's what works so well so like if you didn't have dialogue in this movie if we were just watching it we'd still be laughing yeah like watching this chase scene I guess it depends if you put some horror music yeah. behind <laughs> it, it what might be yeah. horror yeah but, but even like the van. At the end, <laughs> yeah. when he's driving the van around, yeah. like that's funny. Yeah. And like you said, like the barrel, he's like slowly rolling the barrel, and like the cardboard, like that's funny. Yeah, and it's like it could be a silent movie, and these things would make us laugh. Yeah, but with the dialogue, which what I noticed upon watching it again this time, because I threw the subtitles on, is oh, like the, the screen dialogue. There's so much Dude, off-screen dialogue, it's and it's funny, hilarious. Like I'm, I'm not saying take the dialogue out of the movie. I'm <laughs> no. just saying the physical comedy was quite good as well. But like Vern, <laughs> the whole time, like he'll well, just like, he's like little she's, things. She's, there's like his woo. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm um, from South Africa, man. We're hot. <laughs> I really like what he's like. I give you. He's like, I'll give you. A five. Oh, he's like, I'll give you my Rolex if you go get the case. He's like, that's a fake Rolex. He's like, oh, so it's all about money. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, you want the case? And he's so obsessed with the case. I yeah. Kind of funny too though he's like he's like hey go get the case <laughs> they just so, yeah, he's like, well, i think ord he's like, or grab the case and ord grabs i think a, uh oh martin's bag or something like, no the wrong case <laughs> yeah. yeah or he's trying to get harry to go get it and harry's like yeah fuck you man like yeah. flipping him off yeah he like throws a crowbar at him <laughs> yeah it's definitely a fun movie that i think it's a shame more people haven't seen this movie oh francis frank that's tires that's frank. yeah yeah frank yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like this is a movie that more people should watch because I think there's something in this for... I think most people would enjoy this film. Well, and, like, again, it's funny. I mean, it's, it's like, kind of brutal. Like, a lot of people are getting shot and killed. Like, Yeah. But it's hilarious. Like. Yeah. It's just... Uh, it's fun. And, like, the story isn't an amazing story, but it's a good story. No, it's just a good, gun deal gone bad. Good twist. I mean, good it's... reveal. Yeah. I don't think... I think it's the first movie I've seen that's a fucking 50-minute like shootout shootout yeah yeah and like you said it's kind of real because it's everyone sucks yeah <laughs> I think. no one's gonna be john wicken when you just got shot well, like realistically like, the one part when he's like shoot, he's like shoot him with two hands Vern, and he boom, <laughs> yeah him. one of my favorite things was uh ord versus frank they instantly just have like this tension yeah because they're kind of like the like the equals of each side mm, i would say that's fair like chris is like he's I'd say Frank is more in charge. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But Chris is like the guy who's like the front man. Yeah, Whereas I agree. same as like I agree. that's what kind of what Ord is, you know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, They're a little bickering back and forth. And, and like, like with the ending, it's like so nice to see them. Like you know, yeah. Those I don't I don't want to talk too many spoilers for this one because I feel like this isn't like it's not like we're talking about Jaws. 
everyone has seen this movie. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, no, like, I don't think... Again, I think I was pretty good. I said, like, you know, yeah. you find out... Yeah. No, no. They're getting Nailed set it. up. That's right? why I'm like, yeah. let's, just, let's yeah. just make sure, because people out there might still want to watch it, so... Um, it's a good use of the score. Like yeah. I said, it adds to the tense scenes at the beginning, but also the chaotic scenes. Like, I, like again, subtitles. I believe it says at one point, chaotic, chaotic jazz. jazz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that scene when the character, like, pops back up and you're like, what the fuck is going oh, on that here? Oh, yeah, chaotic And then, like, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, it, yeah, because you're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, how is this happening? Yeah. Well, it's one of those things, it was like, is that character dead? Like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm well, I think that character's dead. <laughs> like, even though I'm like, I thought you were dead. <laughs> um, one little thing I have just about the music. Um, I really, really appreciate the run through the jungle, not used in a Vietnam scene. <laughs> I thought that was very well done. Just like, like how they're walking up to like the job. That was yeah. a good part. Yeah, and like I was, hey, normally feel like I'm in a helicopter yeah. for this. <laughs> Where's their camouflage? <laughs> yeah. They're supposed to be in helicopter. Uh, you want to talk about Riley's favorite shots? Riley's favorite shots. There was only a couple for this one. Um, right at the beginning when Chris gets the gun, it's it's that whole like AR-16 or, yeah. or M-16 or AR-75, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, Chris wants to load the gun. I think uh, Vern tells Martin to load it, but Martin does, is like, I'm not going to load it. And there's like close-ups of Martin's hands not touching the gun or putting the the, the uh, ammunition down. And then like, there's a close-up of Chris's hands loading the gun. And it, I just felt that it was almost like Edgar Wright in the sense of like action, just like close-ups on the action. Mm. But I feel like it added to the tense. Because like, mm. like that's where like they're still not happy with each other. And he's, he's literally loading a live yeah. gun. So I feel like, I, was, I don't know, the shots of like the yeah. close-up of the hands. I love really cool. Ord in that scene too. And he's like, in the interest of public oh, safety. I'm taking I, out my gun. Yeah, yeah. just so yeah, everyone yeah, knows. Um, with the run through the jungle part. I thought that part was cool. Like those shots of them just like, it's like slow-mo walking to a good song. Yeah. Probably, Can't go wrong with that. Probably always going to be on Riley's yeah. list. <laughs> so, um, there's lots of camera panning in the shootout. Like, they obviously, like you said, they uh, had a diorama or diorama of like the uh, the warehouse where everybody was. I felt like they were able to use the camera just fun mm-hmm. things of like again like some like uh, it's circle motions, but then also like some back and forth yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like I just thought they used I don't know the space quite well yeah. with what they had. And then um, the last shot, I, I have a character name written here, but just like the last shot of the movie. Yeah, when you see the lights, the lights, guess, and you're like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah, I thought that was a good shot. Because I believe it's a bit of a long shot of a walk. Yeah. And then... And you're even, like... Even a character turn, I think, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Um, I'll talk about uh, my favorite scene. Um, kind of talked about it a little bit before. Um, it's when the shit finally hits the fan. The... Harry shoots Steve-O and the two sides. It's finally fucking on. But... After he shoots him, everything goes slow, slow motion, and like people, you can kind of see what people are like doing. Like some of them Everyone's are pulling. First thought, or yeah. Whatever. Some people are pulling the one guy back, or it is instantly like getting behind cover. Um, I I don't remember what the other ones but but Chris is standing there and he's kind of taking a minute and he's like thinking, and then you can just see the look on his face, like, okay, yeah, this is this yeah. is about to happen, and then everything chaos ensues and that's when like people get shot and i was i find this movie also has a good use of volume on the gunshots as well oh, okay like it it 
sounds louder when it needs to be yeah oh, when like yeah. the bullets are like hitting yep. by somebody yep. Yep. and just the way like when they're like poking over uh but that's my favorite scene obviously it's the kickoff to the entire it's almost the movie. opposite of like <laughs> like usually we say don't pick the climax yeah it's almost like of course this is your scene yeah it's like how it starts and to me like it was just interesting to watch each character because you, like you said you see what their first reaction to what's about to happen and you can see who's more prepared who knows what's going to happen and who's just ready for it to happen a couple character like you, you learn a lot about a lot of exactly a short amount yeah of yeah um the scene i wrote down for my favorite obviously it's just a good good movie a lot like the whole you almost just argue that the whole scene is like the whole yeah the movie. shootout <laughs> um but i'm gonna say the ord versus chris fist fight it's essentially i don't know like approaching the third act i'd say kind yeah. of the end of the second act and like i don't actually remember what happens to their guns but they essentially are both and like would they both have tension the whole time and they both i guess they had like fist fit fight of each other and they just have this like a fun awkward but funny like fist fight and then it's like the chaos, and again, I've just said this before, I like chaotic scenes. Go back to like my Jaws scene, like, yeah. all that shit's happening. It's like, all this shit's happening, and then the canisters pop out, and they're like, what's his name, uh, Steve-O? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like shoots, they get ready to like, shoot the canister, and he fucking blows up the canister. I don't know, I just thought it was fun, like, we finally get this moment where these two characters can beat the shit out of each other, and it's just like a, like, kind of like it's like a real fight. Yeah. Like, it doesn't feel, and like, <clears throat> I love John Wick. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a John Wick fist fight. It feels yeah. like, that's what happened if I would get in a fight with you. Yeah, because <laughs> realistically, like, both these guys have been shot. They're tired. Yeah. They're losing blood. And, like, the whole environment is just fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and what I like about this, too, kind of, like, riffing off that, is, like, we talk about how Ord and Chris are kind of, like, equals, so they end up kind of squaring off in a way. And Vern and oh, uh, Frank. Frank end yeah, up right. kind of squaring yeah, off as right. well. Yeah. So. Good movie. Great movie. <laughs> Good choice, David. Uh, you want to rate it? I will rate it. Nine rotary phones out of ten. I'll also go with a nine. I'll give it nine cardboard armors <laughs> out of ten. And why do you have a cardboard armor? It's protection for infection. <laughs> it's always it's great. Line. Just watch that part, man. Just the dialogue between them, like, again, they're in the middle of this fucking crazy shootout where they're going to die, and they're having these, like, some of the best comedy moments I've seen on film. And, And like, yeah, the way they talk to each other is great. And, like I said, well acted. Mm -hmm. Even, like, these smaller roles, I was very into them. Yeah, like, I don't know who Jack Raynor is, but, like, Uh, I've seen him in... Harry was fucking great, man. I've seen him in a couple things. Oh, he was in Midsummer. Yeah. Interesting. Transformers. Transformers. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what I'm thinking of. But yeah, I don't know. Check it out, everyone. Yeah. Give it a watch. It was a good one. All right. Underrated actor of the episode. We're who is ta- it? Mr. Mark Evan Jackson. Who is that, you might say? You well, know who he is. You might know him as the lawyer from Parks and Recreation. Um, Holt's husband from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. From Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's also in The Good Place. Yeah. 22 Jump Street. Yeah. Uh, Kong Skull Island. Who is he in that? Uh, I think he's like one of the scientists. Oh, that makes sense. He's kind of a scientist he's, guy. Um, he's kind of like a like a nerdy white guy. Yeah. Like he, he plays a good lawyer yeah. or like a good... I don't know. If you if you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like Captain Holt... I don't even know how to describe Captain Holt. He's a very no-nonsense, very literal yeah. police captain. And he's married to... Evan, uh, Mark Evan Jackson, who is a very like no nonsense, very literal. I don't even remember what his what his I job think, is. Or I don't know. He like works at the university or something. I but think. he's just funny, very dry humor, at least yeah. most of the things. Yeah, which is why I think 
I mean, you like him kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, it was Parks. Like every scene he's in in Parks, he's just this lawyer who's like not really a good guy, but he's also like not a bad guy either. He's, he's just, just a lawyer. he's just a lawyer doing his job. Yeah, and his, his the delivery that he always does just fucking nails it. So what's that? Keep that. Keep that. Check that account. And grab the door, Wyatt. <laughs> just the looks he gives, and like he's he's very good in um, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine as well. Yeah, Kevin. Again, it's just like the dry humor that he can do. I feel like that's why he's cast really well in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like the dry humor just works so well with Raymond. Yeah, like Raymond Holt. Yeah, and like you just needed a guy like that to match that energy. So yeah, that's our underrated actor. Check him out. Give him a follow. Give him a like. Maybe he. Oh, he does have a podcast. He does have a podcast. But you should listen to ours instead. <laughs> well, hopefully, if you're this far in, you are listening yeah. to ours. Um, all right. Maybe songs for a movie. Yeah. All right, uh, yeah, take it away, me, Mister um, Music. So my pick is the song "Nutted" by Reality. Gross. By Nick Lowe. It's just a fun, happy song. It's gonna be a part of the movie where things are going good for the character. Oh yeah. Maybe Guy Ritchie. <laughs> they pull off the heist. You know, yeah. the first heist that went well before the second heist that goes bad. Right. Type thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Definitely Guy Ritchie. I like though you showed me a little snippet of it. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a it's a it's a bop. Yeah, right on. Kind of like it's a funky, mm-hmm. celebratory, but like high tempo. I don't yeah, know. yeah. All right, song I'm picking is called Arcade Heart by Hotel Mira. Um, Hotel Mira is a band I got into a while ago, and they've become one of my favorites. The song just stood out as one that uh, the song itself. It's good, like slow song that builds up into like a nice like. Ending, I don't know, crescendo maybe Ooh, is the word I'm looking for. That, that sounds at, kind right. of at the ending where it kind of has a nice like big build. Um, I could see it as slow mo running away from the wrong wedding, you know, mm. leaving the person you're not supposed yeah. to marry for the the controlling for the guy, husband, yeah, for yeah. the guy that your true love, yeah, is. that you met five minutes ago. No, yeah. it's like you know, it's true love, man. Sometimes it might be five Listen, minutes, you know. A real relationship. I'm writing the movie. I'm talking work. to Guy Ritchie. Um, we I know think, he's not good at romantic comedies. Yeah. Uh, well, you never know. He did the one with Madonna that was like pan. Yeah, he married to Madonna. That's true. Just couldn't be objective. Sorry, I'll let you continue. Uh, what was I talking? Oh yeah, Arcade Heart. Um, I think that the actual like message of the song is the opposite. I think it's like taking advantage of a guy, but I still think the song works for a slow mo <laughs> running away from the wedding. Nice, yeah. Well, you can put it in whatever you want. Hotel Mira, check him out. Yeah. So that's um that's episode sixteen. Yeah, free fire. Thanks everyone. We always appreciate the support. Yeah, let us know if you guys decide to go watch this movie. That'd be that'd be cool. If yeah, you got more people to see this film. David's right. Like us, not spoiling the ending. Hopefully, you at least are saying, "Hey, maybe I'll go check it out." Yeah, but it's a good it's a good film. I don't know how you find it these days. I highly doubt it's. I bought it off Amazon. Yeah, so well, there like, we go. I, yeah, I had to get it as a DVD and the Blu-ray combo. That's what I got I too. Got it off Amazon, so most likely you can probably get it. I think you can rent stuff on like YouTube or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm not sure. You're right. Amazon. I don't know if it's on a streaming service. Yeah, but, but you should try to watch it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Well acted, well directed, well yeah, scripted. Everything. It's yeah. what you want in a movie just to like throw on and be like, and it's an hour yeah. and a half. It's not like you're going to take a long it's light. time. It's not really saying much. It's just, it's what a good popcorn flick is for. You yeah, know? exactly. As long as you like shootouts, yeah. you'll be happy. And who doesn't like shootouts? Okay. Um, we're going to get out of here. 
it's time to say goodbye. As far as our next episode, we're going to go to a fucking fairy tale town. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but besides that, like we always say, thanks for the support. Feel free to follow us on Instagram, Less Than Average Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at LTA7878. Nice. We back. Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, thanks again for the support, everyone. We will catch you on the next one. Adios. Adios.